Welcome back to Carlton's Corner, the podcast where we dive deep into the world of the Toronto Maple Leafs. I'm your co-host Alex, and with me is our co-host Anthony. Together, we're going to explore the highs, the lows, and the unforgettable moments that make being a Leafs fan a lifelong journey. We came to you last week on Saturday, and we are back with an emergency podcast because things are not going great in Leafland right about now. Anthony, how is this past week in Toronto? It has been uh, extremely, extremely disappointing. Uh, they've had an 0-1-2 record uh, with obviously a loss to the Bruins yesterday in which I thought they played decent enough to win, but all in all lost in a shootout uh, to cap off the week. Uh, it has not been a good week. It really has not. Uh, they've they've been extremely disappointing on the offensive side, on the defensive side, and both goaltenders haven't looked too good after the Wool uh, hot start to the season for him. But obviously, Samsonov had a great game yesterday uh, with 38 saves, but they could not pull out the win. Um, overall, it's just it hasn't been looking good, Alex. Yeah, so pick up two points through three games, but are winless on the week. And uh, that's not the only reason why we're coming to you in an emergency pod, because not only are things trending down uh, wins-wise, but also lineup-wise, because uh, lost another defenseman. So Timothy Liljegren went down in what is for us right now last night's game, but will be Thursday night. Uh, Thursday, I believe, is November 2nd uh, against the Boston Bruins. Got can-opened by Brad Marchand on a call that Wes McCauley said would have been called if he had seen Marshawn stick go between Liergren's legs, but since he didn't, no one called it. Uh, so obvious penalty that was just blatantly missed and caused an injury. And I believe Keith said, uh, he'll be out significant, uh, significant time. I forget the exact quote, uh, mm. but not, not short term. And, uh, we heard, uh, Nick Barden apparently reported that the Simon Benoit and Max LeJoie were held out of the Marlies lineup tonight on Friday from their game. Uh, I forget who they're playing. Uh, so uh, they're playing the Laval. Laval Rocket. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so they're potentially coming up to fill up some holes because Liljegren's out. Uh, of course, Tim, not Timothy Liljegren. That just said him. Uh, Connor Timmins was out to start the season, still on LTIR. And Jake McCabe, as far as I've heard, nothing reported on him when he's coming back. Uh, so Leafs are down some defensemen. Yeah, it has uh, has not been good, as you said. The injury bug is now hitting with uh, Timothy Lozergan out long term. Uh, it does not look like he will be back anytime soon. Uh, as you said as well, Connor Timmins is still a ways away from coming back from injury per Sheldon Keefe a handful of days ago. And again, like you said, uh, Benoit Lejoie held out of the Marlies lineup against Laval. Uh, it seems like one of them will get the call up. If I had to put my money on it, it will be Simon Benoit as he seemed like he was one of the last cuts uh, in training camp to get sent down. Um, and obviously they have now called up William Legison and he has been somewhat decent, but it's, he's, he's third pairing. You can't really do really, really anything with them. He's been partnered with John Klingberg down there. Um, and I can only imagine that with, with Lilligren out, they will now be, uh, probably shifting Klingberg up into that second, uh, right slot next to Mark Giordano. And I can only imagine that. Benoit and Legison will be the third pairing for the near future. Um, another name that I kind of hope that they would kind of look at for a call-up would be Topi Nimala. Uh, it does seem like it is a little earlier in his career for it, but in in I could see it eventually happening sometime this season. Uh, but no, we got to hope that Jake McCabe does come back as soon as possible because it does not look good for him. Yeah, it definitely doesn't. And so we'll see how they fare uh, tomorrow night or when this drops tonight, uh, Saturday night, November 4th, against... 
the Buffalo Sabres. And so since we recorded this on Friday, we can officially say the Leafs first Sabres game tomorrow. Hashtag fired up. Shout out <laughs> Connor McDavid's tweet from 2013. That guy is a true Leafs fan at heart. He's coming home. He's coming home. He's uh, coming home. Any, any. So yeah, we'll we'll most likely see uh, Benoit Lillejoie in the lineup tomorrow night against the Sabers. Uh, mm-hmm. And something we also might see is Tyler Bertuzzi down the lineup. I believe he ended last night, or yeah, again last night when we we're recording on the fourth line. And let me just go mm-hmm. through his time on ice here. Last Saturday against the Predators, played about sixteen minutes. Then on, I think it was Monday or Monday or Tuesday night against the Kings, played 14 minutes. And last night, oh, that's John Beecher. Where did Tyler <laughs> go? Last night he finished with 11 minutes and yeah. uh, 30 seconds. So, he got benched for majority of that period. Yeah, for the, the, the end of the game there. So pretty steady yeah. decline. Uh, time on ice going down. Again, got benched, got dropped to the fourth line. Uh, hasn't been a great start for him. I think you said he's got three points in 10 games, which is the same amount as mm-hmm. your favorite player, Alex Kerfoot. <laughs> so Yeah, him, him in Arizona. He's got three and 10, and yeah. Bertuzzi with four and 10. Yeah, the, the, the big free agents that they've brought in haven't, uh, Not been, haven't been pulling their weight. No, no. So uh, we'll see where Bertuzzi ends up. Uh, not, I haven't seen any reports about practice or anything today. I'm sure we'll get something in the morning, but you guys will be, uh, by the time this comes out, it'll be past then. So we'll see where Bertuzzi plays against the Sabres tomorrow night and if he's able to start picking it back up or if it looks like he'll be moved here, which I've already seen some people calling for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's been a rough stretch for Bertuzzi, as as we've said. It's three points in ten games, and for for a guy that came in on a one year deal because he wasn't getting a offer that he liked in free agency, so he figured, what's the best place I can end up? And clearly, it was Toronto. Everybody assumed it was Toronto. Uh, he, everybody kind of thought that he'd be stapled to that top line with Matthews and Marner. Uh, he is not. Uh, worked with them much but to be fair it doesn't seem like any of the wingers on that top line have been really racking up the points from my recollection I believe Cali Yarncroke's only at four points on the season yeah. uh, same with Max Domi but no just just that whole UFA class so far has been extremely disappointing and as 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 funny as it seems I genuinely believe in my heart Noah Gregor has been that best player that it, that has come out of this free agent class especially in the time that he's had on the ice it's fourth lineman just the whole time i can only imagine that it'll get a little more improved here as he ended up the game uh last night with or sorry i guess last night but uh thursday night uh he ended up jumping up to the second and third uh lines in a little bit of a rotation there without bertuzzi uh no it, it has not been looking good for either of those guys especially with uh max domi too only four assists on the year uh predominantly on that third line with nyes and david kampf um yeah, it's just it'll be reiterating, but uh, this free agent class has been extremely disappointing, and I I can't remember the exact total, but I want to say it's about they spent 16 million on this free agent class, and uh, let's just say they have not gotten their 16 million dollars worth of uh, of hockey here. No, definitely not. I mean, I don't have cap friendly pulled open. If you do some quick math here, Bertuzzi's like what 5.5, Domi's about three, mm-hmm. Lilligren's about not Lilligren. Oh my god, I keep saying his name. Klingberg's, Klingberg's about four, four one, four or one, four three, four three, four, four three. three. So, yeah, yeah like right, right there, it's like $12, $13 million wrapped up in just those three players who have all been mm-hmm. anything but expected to start the season. Or maybe yeah. not anything but expected for Klingberg. I think some of us were expecting this, um, but maybe it's just the harsh reality that <laughs> he is a little bit worse than we kind of thought. Um, <laughs> again, not great defensively. I think he's second on the team in defensive points. I don't think he's scored yet. Uh, he's only no. racked up some assists. Morgan Riley's obviously the better defenseman still uh, putting up more points than him, even without being on that top power play. 
And uh, to mention the, the entire free agent class that they brought in this year, you mentioned this in our prep before the show. Uh, <laughs> pretty, pretty sure you said they're the top four in the team in penalty minutes so far through ten games. Top five. Top five. Top five. Oh, yeah, man. the top five in uh, the top five in order for penalty minutes on the Leafs oh, this brother. year is Max Domi, Tyler Bertuzzi, John Klingberg. Uh, Ryan Reeves and Noah Gregor, uh, they have, I don't know, I honestly don't know what to say. I'm kind of at a loss of words through 10 games. Uh, it seems like a a reoccurring theme year in, year out here with the Leafs in October. And I know this past game was November, but October's have usually been their worst month of the year. And then April's being their, their second worst. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but no, November, December is where things usually pick up here. So 10 games in, you know, that's, that's just under one eighth of the games or one yeah one eighth of the games played i'm not going to press the panic button yet i think that they can definitely turn around they definitely have the star power they just need time for things to start clicking and especially need guys like tyler bertuzzi max domi and john klingberg to start pulling their weight yeah i'm not at the panic point yet either uh, i was hoping to find this by the time you finished talking and i did the meme that's been circling around of the the leafs life cycle circle finishing mm-hmm. october at 500 struggling against inferior teams and then absolutely torching the league from november till march and mm-hmm. uh, knowing your playoff opponent two months before the end of the season yet still somehow finishing second in your division because the team in first has a, like a, a legendary season like boston last year who's uh yeah. might be on pace for it again this year yeah, um, but no i'm not i'm not really to, to pull the shoot just yet um I did mention this in our Leafs group chat the other day. I do think this is this team's going to look drastically different by the end of the season. So after the trade For deadline, sure. after um, heading into the playoffs, and you pointed out, <laughs> I think you were half joking, but you said it'll look drastically different by December. Uh, and if things keep mm-hmm. up, I think that looks like the way it's going to be going. Uh, hopefully they can turn it around, but uh, there's lots of guys on one-year contracts, expiring deals. Trey Living hasn't been afraid to make moves or make big moves especially uh before in calgary so i think everything's on the table at this point other than probably those those big four with uh, the no move contracts or no mm-hmm. move clauses so um yeah i know talking about uh a lot of the a lot of the team expiring here uh i know for off the top of my head the the big three for forwards that are expiring are uh, nylander bertuzzi and domi with noah gregor as well uh, but I believe Noah Gregor is a RFA as he was not qualified last season to in order to hit free agency, but he is under 27 and does not have the accrued NHL years yet to hit free agency. So I do believe he's an RFA. Yeah, yeah, he is. And then, and then talking about the defensive side of things, um, there are, I think, only two Maple Leafs players under contract for next season, being Morgan Riley and Jake McCabe with TJ Brody. Right, correct. That is correct. <laughs> Sorry, the big three there. Yeah, um, yeah. But we have uh, we have TJ Brody, John Klingberg, uh, Mark Giordano, and William Lagason currently hitting unrestricted free agency, and then Timothy Lilzergren hitting restricted free agency. Um, this I don't know what else to say. If it's not if it's not by December and it's not by April, this team is going to look drastically different next year. But then again, it's November third. November 4th when this drops. Uh, I don't want to get ahead of myself too much, but uh, as as you said, and I, I, I can tell you right now, I wasn't joking, if they do keep okay. it up the way that they've been going, I cannot see Brad Tree Living sitting there and expecting it to mesh after waiting three months of an NHL year. Uh, it just doesn't seem like he's that kind of guy. He definitely was that kind of guy in Calgary. He had a lot of opportunities to bring guys in. I think we mentioned it on one of the other uh, episodes that he brought in a 
large number of big names in and he also sent a large number of big big names out of calgary and uh it he's not that kind of guy to sit there and be afraid to pull the trigger on anything um but uh but again 10 games in i'm not ready to press the panic button if we're still looking the same way come next episode i might have a different answer yeah and this, it doesn't really apply too much to the leafs i think they're still third in their division but th- what's the stat it's like the teams that are in the playoffs by like december 1st or american thanksgiving are usually the teams that make it by the end of the season um mm-hmm. so if this if this skid continues and the leafs are on that playoff bubble then that's kind of the way things are projected to go for the rest of the year so they better turn it around quick and i believe i said it last episode too uh you can't make the playoffs in the first month of the season but you can't miss yeah. them by losing the losing the points that are easily attainable to start of the year and this week, they've just been giving points away. Uh, obviously, picking them up, but still losing and not picking up the extra one. Uh, just quickly mm-hmm. touching on another another expiring contract is Ilya Samsonov. As the goalies right. this week did not look great. Samsonov did obviously bounce back a little bit against Boston. Still on a loss, unfortunately. Uh, but he's also UFA. He's uh, reached the end of his RFA status. And so if the struggles continue with him or anyone else in the team that we just mentioned that's expiring, I could definitely see Trillivan pulling the trigger. We talked about how he brought in, like basically swapped out the entire decor in Calgary from when he took over to the past couple of years. And mm-hmm. uh, with much of this decor expiring, I could definitely see guys move it out. Like I don't think anything's happening imminently with guys going out just because of how many injuries there have been. But once guys get mm-hmm. healthy again, I could definitely see him moving on from like Timothy Lilligren, guys who haven't been performing. If Klingberg even gets worse uh, or stays down there in the third line, not providing too much value. Um, I, yeah, yeah. It's, it's been tough. Like, as yeah. you said, with Samsonov, it's, it's hitting, hitting unrestricted free agency after being a uh, qual- or sorry, it was arbitration last year. Um, he, last year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was RFA last year with Arbrights, and now this year, uh, especially with you know the the arbitration ending up with a contract, he ends up with UFA status this year. Uh, it's it's um, something that you know as even the, even as like the defense, it's going to have to be addressed. But uh, but yeah, it's uh, it'll be a long a long road ahead. But as you said, teams by American Thanksgiving, if you're usually in a playoff spot, there's a very high chance that you're also going to be there uh, come the end of the season. But uh, and this, I I think this team has too much talent to miss. Um, I don't yeah, want to yeah, sit I, here I and agree. say they will miss. I just don't think they will. Um, but obviously, like you said, a lot needs to be done between now and the playoffs, whether that's trading, whether that's uh, signings, hint, hint, Patrick Kane, hint, hint, uh, whether that's <laughs> uh, calling up some guys that are performing well with the Marlies, uh, or whether that's just picking some new lines, trying to figure out what else is happening. Because if if worst comes to worst, I don't think a trade is going to be the thing that, that falls first. I think we might end up seeing... Uh, a brand new Maple Leafs coach, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, that one's tough because they just extended him too, didn't they? Yeah, the, I believe it was last year they signed him for another two years because this year would have been his final season in his in his uh, former contract. But I don't think he wanted to head into the season with a, uh, I guess no knowledge of where he would be after this year so i think he wanted some job security but on the bright side it won't be like that eight million dollar a year that they were paying mike babcock for another three and a half years after they fired him it's nowhere close to that but yes he is under contract for this year plus two more yeah i'm sure kyle dubas didn't want to be on a expiring contract either but they wouldn't give it to him so uh yeah exactly great 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 organization uh fantastic anyways uh we've mentioned now 
Leafs have been struggling a little bit. Uh, the teams that have not been are the Vegas Golden Knights and Boston Bruins, both sitting at 9-0-1. They have not lost in the regular in the regular season. Oh, my God. They have not lost in regulation through 10 games mm-hmm. of the season. Uh, so technically a 10-game point streak. Not a not an undefeated streak by any means. I think Vegas went the first like seven or eight. I think it was seven games in a row they won to start the season. Uh, they've been red yeah. hot. And that's unfortunate for the Leafs, not just because they just lost to Boston, because Boston is still in their division and right mm-hmm. now are sitting uh, atop the division with 19 points compared to Detroit, who just leapfrogged the Leafs uh, into second with 13 points because they played an extra game. Um, so realistically, the Leafs are still looking like the second best team in the division. Tampa's kind of around 500. There are a couple of the teams uh, lower in the division that are also around 500 that we were expecting to kind of drop off, like Montreal and Buffalo expected mm-hmm. to be a little bit better, but also around 500. Florida has been about 600-ish hockey, uh, right around the Leafs there too, and they've actually they're, yeah, they're only behind the Leafs because they've played one less game than them. Um, so the division... Looks like it it could be wrapped up already this early into the season. Definitely yeah. isn't, but if the if the season continues this way, like I said earlier, the Leafs might have a fantastic season and still finish second in the division just because a team, um, another team in there is having an unbelievable season, which Boston has. Uh, I don't think it's the most sustainable, but I also didn't think they would have this great of a start with the roster they have anyways. So mm-hmm. what do I know? But looks like it might be tough for the Leafs to, to take the division like we were kind of expecting at the start of the season. Yeah, the uh, the Bruins have been off to a red-hot start. I know we touched into it last episode, but, you know, I think it's a pretty obvious topic here how they lost both Bergeron and Krejci as their first and second-line center. But they seem to have found a brand-new star on their roster who is I, – I, I still have yet to figure out how to pronounce his last name, but Matthew Poitras Petra, uh, he seems to be – doing uh, an unbelievable job especially for a rookie i think he has five points through 10 games and i know for a fact in the game against the leafs he was playing first line center between both marshawn and pasternak um he has just burst onto the scene has had a fantastic year so far um but no they seem to have had a handful of injuries in the season with the bruins i know for a fact you have uh certain guys like mcavoy with the suspension yesterday or was suspended for the first game yesterday and i believe he's out for another three more yeah. uh, matt grizzlick hurt uh lucic is on ir jakob lauko is on ir uh they they seem to have found their groove and are able to put different pieces in these holes and just seems to click seems to work uh this bruins team seems to have picked off or picked up right where they left off in the regular season because we all know what happened in the playoffs for them but uh but no and then uh, again like another surprise like you mentioned detroit uh second in the in the division again with the game in hand over the leafs uh they've obviously burst on the scene they had a red hot start and they just seem to be clicking again like the Bruins like it's just a, a theme here they the Red Wings have the most goals for in the entire division here uh, with 40 and second place is uh, Tampa Bay but they are down in sixth uh, it seems like this the Atlantic division is one of the best if not the best division in the NHL so far with only one team below 500 being Ottawa but this this division seems to always cause problems and looking at this division you I can see from the top of my head at least six teams that could get that could make legitimate playoff runs here um but uh yeah again like it seems like the leafs have had such a slow start this year 
uh, and yet they're somehow third in the division. I don't know if that's just a matter of uh, the Leafs being bad and the rest of the division being bad, or the Leafs being better than we're making it out to be, because again, it's not the end of the world. It's 10 games through the season. They got five wins uh, and two overtime losses for a total of 12 points. Um, but We'll see what happens because there's a lot of teams that have been disappointed at the start of the season. Uh, I'm going to jump over to the Pacific Division here, but teams like the Edmonton Oilers, teams like Calgary, uh, you know, it's teams like Minnesota Wild. They have not had a great year over there in the Central. Um, and then you have surprise teams that are doing like unbelievable, like Vancouver. They've just been ganging up on Edmonton and Calgary, especially in these early games. Uh, the Ducks somehow have a winning record. Um, it's 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 wild. Even the even the Alex Kerfoot led Coyotes have oh have a winning God. record. It's it's unbelievable. So I don't, like I, it's just it's been a wild first ten games of the season. I can't wait for the next seventy two games this year. It's it's going to be a fun one. Alex Kerfoot led Coyotes. My ass. I won't take this Logan I, Cooley slander. I have him in fantasy. Um, uh, I don't know, man. I think he's just too good. <laughs> the three points in ten games. He's just popping oh off this God. year. What can I say? But no, you make a good point that well, maybe not the Leafs are better than we're giving them credit for, but they've their record is better than we'll give them credit for. Um, yeah. I think as fans, they're not even, I think this fan base is always one of the most locked in, one of the most diehard and devoted, like live and die by every game in the league. Mm -hmm. Also makes us the most annoying. Uh, so when the Leafs <laughs> are bad, everyone knows about it. <laughs> People are talking about it. Um, so I think it's just the fact that they haven't looked the greatest, uh, especially mm -hmm. outside of those first two games where Matthews was just dominant. He hasn't, looked like that dominant player. Marner hasn't kind of taken over just yet. So Willie and JT are getting all the talk, but the rest of the guys aren't living up to kind of what was expected so far. Um, mm -hmm. And it has turned into some wins. Like obviously won five out of 10 games picked up uh, above 500. So they've been picking up points, um, but it's just the media attention, the talk around them. It, when things are going bad, it's just amplified so much more. Uh, so that's why we hopped on for the emergency podcast today. Uh, just kind of get into that and also kind of capitalize on the, the attention that's currently on them right now. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, exactly. It's, but yeah, it's, they, 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 it's a lot of attention on them. Third, third in the division, despite how we're talking about them today. So yeah, all they need to do is like, just start to mesh like like you said i don't think a trade is necessarily what's going to fix this it's the players finally having that chemistry the lines start clicking maybe you find a different dynamic and the team starts performing to the level we we're expecting of them uh yeah it's it's i i just looked this up but last year the toronto maple leafs record from november 1st to uh november i I want to say is it's 30th. I don't think there's a 31st in November. I got to go back to nope. elementary school for that. Definitely not. Uh, but no, they have... Uh uh, yeah, so in between that time frame last year, they had an 11, 1, and 3 record. Yeah. So they picked up uh, 20, 25 points in a total of... Uh, 16 games uh they had a fantastic november last year uh they they seemed to to bully some of the better teams last year i know in november they ended up winning uh, against teams like the bruins against teams like carolina against teams like pittsburgh uh new jersey some of these teams before they got hot um but no they they had a great november last year uh, i'm not too sure about december i can try and pull that up now but again like the, usually October they're they're not good at all they do not have a good year or a good a good month of October they always start slow and again that's like you said you can't you can't make 
uh, you can't make the playoffs in in October, but you can definitely miss them. And it seems like the teams that always seem to finish ahead of them in the in the final year standings are teams that don't have bad Octobers because again, the Bruins have one regulation loss or sorry, zero regulation loss and one loss all year in ten games so far, and they are clear front runners for the division here. They're up six. They're up two three games on them with uh, with six points. So it's it's definitely something that. They got a fix. Uh, I again not worried. It's it's November, December. Like you said, they torched the league uh, around this time. So I guess we just got to wait for things to start clicking and and these free agents that they signed in the off season to start meshing and to start realizing like okay, well I'm making five point five million dollars. I cannot be playing on the same line as uh, as Ryan Reeves and Pontus Holmberg. But here we are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bertuzzi <laughs> specifically had to step it up. Nice job calling him out, not by name. Yeah. There. Um, I don't have any stats in in front of me to back this up, but I can also just attest to the fact that two years ago, the Jack Campbell year, the twenty one twenty two, I believe that was, mm-hmm. when he had like the there was the ridiculous talks about oh he's going to make the USA Olympic team. Uh, his November, he had like a nine fifty say percentage or something around yes. that, and then he was yes. below nine hundred the rest of the months. So it's always like November the Leafs seem to pick it up. I don't know what it is about the slow starts of the season, but again, not not concerned yet. Expecting better going forward, but I think mm-hmm. it's definitely worth talking about and uh, worth this little bonus podcast here. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, it hasn't been it, it, I, like I'm at a loss of words. It's it's been a tough first ten games, even though they have five wins. Um, but yeah, just just touching back on the last thing that I was talking about in November and December of last season, the Maple Leafs had 19 wins, four losses, and four overtime losses. So that's just absurd pace. I think that if they they definitely they desperately need a month like that to kind of jump into the mix here for especially if you want to you want to kind of peg them as the Atlantic division winners like I think most had including myself it's it, it's it's difficult because the Leafs had so much hype coming into the season especially after after breaking their first round curse last year uh, they they signed guys that everybody assumed were like perfect fits with Tyler Bertuzzi, with Max Domi, with John Klingberg, and obviously the first signing of the whole offseason being what Ryan Reeves. So, yep. um, like I think you touched on it in the first episode, like tree living snot. It just it hasn't been working so far. They got to figure out what's going on, but they could definitely use another nineteen four and four record here in November and December because I guarantee you this Bruins this Bruins. Uh, skid or not skid sorry this little stretch that they're in where they're doing unbelievable i i don't think it's gonna last i feel like every logical hockey fan knows it's not gonna last it's just a matter of 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 when and the leafs need to capitalize on these chances because uh these chances don't come very easy and um it seems like they're always playing against themselves for these chances so let's uh let's hope that they turn things around let's hope they start doing some better things and uh and go buds yeah, absolutely. Could not have said it better myself. Uh, so thank you guys for tuning back in to Carlton's Corner on this little bonus episode. Uh, we'll still be coming at you next week with our regularly scheduled episodes, and you can catch us then. From then, uh, from us, sorry. Uh, yeah, go buds. Also, go bills again. <laughs> <laughs> Can't and do that's it. That's all. See you guys.